yogis. In this podcast, I'm discussing the power of intention. I do hope you enjoy it. This is kind of take two, really. Um, I started uh, recording a podcast on the power of intention uh, following a blog post that I'd written about it, which you'll find in the new section of the Yoga Freedom website. Um, and <laughs> I kind of started with the story, if you like, on how I intended over many years to form a lifestyle that um, I had a, a vision for. So becoming a yoga teacher and um, just living the passion. Now, as I told the story, it became apparent that the power of intention was coming through in many ways, you know, recognizing the connections that came through with different people and the way that we could work together to um, create my vision. So, for example, my web designer, Mark, um, Mark Smith from MPS Creative, and the fact that really without necessarily being able to picture everything that was going to be manifested through my intention, I used a feeling in my life, the feeling that I wanted to create in my life as a, a way of staying connected to the path of my intention. And it meant sometimes that there were situations and circumstances that I wasn't particularly comfortable with, such as um, my web designer encouraging me to do um, podcasts, for example, to write blog posts. They were all things that I'd never envisaged doing when I decided to become a yoga teacher. It purely was about being able to communicate the passion that I had for yoga to other people and giving them the tools to be able to feel about life the way yoga had made me feel about my life. And on listening back to the original podcast, I realised that I'd come at sort of the uh, subject of intention almost from a way of a, an unintentional outcome. So the, my subconscious intention, if you like, rather than a conscious intention – um, I was staying connected to a feeling in my life and then I was being directed through my actions from the perspective of the feelings that were being generated from those actions. And as a result, here I am today. But in this podcast, what I really want to do is to be able to guide you on how you can more consciously, I suppose, manifest the intentions that you have. So, you know, what is an intention basically? Is it is it just a want that you have in your mind towards a particular goal? Or is it, um, you know, something a little bit deeper than that? I interpret intention as something that moves beyond just the, the mental plane of wanting something. 
uh, where there's sort of a lack of embodied connection, where there may be a, a desire to have it, but it's not strong enough necessarily to be able to connect with a feeling of an outcome. So what I mean by that is when there's true intention, if you think about somebody being passionate about something, you know, when somebody's really passionate about something, they've got boundless energy to continue on that path, to keep succeeding, to keep falling, to keep failing, to learning from all, to you know, all the failures and actually getting up and getting better and better as a result of it. That passion, that embodied feeling is something that really for me defines what you need to have a true sense of intention behind something. Otherwise, it might just be a want that is um, half-hearted with no real substance. Now, it's important to have that embodied passion behind any intention because you know, you will fall, you, you know, there will be twists and turns in the journey towards that intention. So you'll need a a level of sustained energy and long term commitment to be able to see that intention through to its end. Now, I decided, sort of at the, the start of the lockdown, I was 48 then on my 48th birthday I I wanted to be able to become more comfortable doing handstands now I've been able to more or less do a handstand fairly comfortably against a wall but I wanted to become stronger in that practice now the practice of yoga is something that it's a little bit goes a long way. So as you chip away every day at doing a regular and sustained practice, the things that you notice about your practice change often very slowly. So it can sometimes feel as if you know you're not getting anywhere very quickly. You can take two steps forwards and a step back. So my intention to find more comfort in my handstands, to find more strength in my handstands, has taken that path over the last year. Now, I can honestly say um, eight times out of ten now, I can draw myself up into a handstand and hold it quite comfortably away from the wall for about 30 to 40 seconds. Some days I fall straight out, but a lot of the time I have a connection and it is all about uh, an inner strength to my core and a sense of confidence. And so this desire to keep repeating is what has made me better at them. Now, there have been a lot of moments when I've fallen out, when the days when I, I can't get up there comfortably um, and things like that. But I haven't let it deter me because overall... In the bigger picture, I have been getting stronger and stronger every day. Now, when you're working towards any kind of intention, that really is the path that you need to take. There will be moments when, you know, you fall flat on your face. So if you're trying to lose weight or just eat more healthily or recover from uh, some form of chronic illness, anything like that, you will have good days and you will have bad days. And sometimes it's important to allow yourself to 
sit down properly and absorb those negative days and process them and then you'll have a bit more vigor to get up and to start again. So I just want to highlight some things that will crop up when you're trying to actually sustain a level of intention. Now the the power of intention you know, to start with can begin with a, an affirmation because, you know, it helps to have a direction to go in. That affirmation, um, you know, to start with will be purely mental, head-based, you know, something that you, you may even want to look in a mirror and say to yourself, you know, I have achieved this or I have achieved that, which brings me to the point of where you place your intention. The psyche is a a powerful thing and what you're trying to do is align your inner energy with the energy of your intention. So in order to do that, you need to embody the energy that you're trying to create. So as you set your intention, whatever it is, if you are using a mirror or if you're choosing to write it down, write it or recite it in such a way as if the intention has already happened. I am, I do, I have. If there's something you want to let go of, I have released. That way your psyche is already primed to receive the energy of that intention. Now, I've read many books by um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who, um, he's absolutely amazing. He's written a book called You Are the Placebo. Um, There's plenty of books, actually, I've read, Becoming Supernatural. And uh, he talks a lot about quantum physics and the experiments that he's researched where um, it has been said to show that matter comes into existence when a form of consciousness is looking at it. When that form of consciousness turns away, then it is suggested that that matter turns back into energy or waveform. Now, for me, that really is where the power of intention is set. So, When you have an intention and you're wanting to manifest something in that way, it's important that you bring your whole energy and your whole attention to that journey. And again, it's something that if we're passionate naturally about something, we will automatically do. You know, anybody you know that's passionate about playing a sport, um, for example, then they're possibly talking about it all the time. They'll be throwing their attention into it. They'll be reading about it. They'll be practicing it. They'll be, um, you know, buying things that represent it, pictures on the walls, everything around them, the friends that they're with, you know, influences and people like that will, will all be geared around them achieving what it is that they've set their mind on with regards to that sport. So even if it's an intention of yours to change you know, your lifestyle in some way, then it's important to be able to picture in some ways that outcome and to align your energy with that outcome. So you might want to, you know, bring pictures into your home 
to start to associate yourself with people that have already achieved that because that's going to raise your energy, your inspiration towards that. There'll also be people in your path that um, will help you in other ways and and that if they're, you know, really there to help you on your path, then that, that will be a sustained connection that will possibly change and grow as your journey changes and grows. So, for example, I mentioned my web designer, Mark. Well, to start with, he was a guitar teacher. And then in the years that I've known him, he trained to be a web designer and um, he naturally had a, a, you know, previously had a connection to marketing. So together, through his experience and his learning, we have worked together to create the Yoga Freedom website, podcasts, um, newsletters, everything that I now do was inspired by Mark. Obviously, all the... Um, input in terms of all the content was mine but he's built the framework through which I deliver that content. Now when you're wanting to bring about your intention as I said it's important that you're aligning with that energy that you're recognizing the people that can help you to align you're recognizing the people that are inspiring you and that you allow yourself time to daydream about where it is you want to place yourself and how it is that you want to feel and you allow yourself to reminisce if you like about where you've come from as well because as I look back over the years so I met Mark in 2003 and I qualified as a yoga teacher in 2009 and obviously we're 2021 if I look back on everything that's happened then I can see the 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 signposts if you like the the different journeys that we've taken where we've changed direction where we've gathered momentum and things like that that have happened that has helped me to fulfill this intention to date so as I look back in this way sort of recognizing the journey over the last years that has brought me to this point and all the hoops I've had to jump through, all the uncomfortable situations that I've had to um, contend with, the, the sharp learning curves, the disappointments and everything that's happened and the way that I've had to change direction. So for example, moving everything online when we had to stop teaching classes in person, all those things is in a passion um, for being able to stay connected, for being able to keep delivering um, my passion to others, sustained me. Um, so even when things around me fell apart, I kept this inner vision and this inner passion. So it's important, whatever it is that you're wanting to do, that you try to find that. And on days when your momentum isn't there, when you know you might want to reach in the fridge or whatever, then allow yourself to have those moments because I I also think that because you're working with the power of intention in the present moment all the time, you know, you, you're drawing from your vision of the future and you're bringing that vision 
into this moment as you embody the feeling. When when you do that in that moment, that is when you're empowering the physics, if you like, this quantum physics to create the matter. You need your presence, you need your attention to be able to form the matter that will eventually turn out to be your intention. So when you have days when you know, you can't see the wood for the trees or when your energy is waning, do allow yourself to have some days to put things down because you're just aligning yourself. You don't need to feel guilty or negative because that's working you in the opposite direction. So embrace those days where you're not feeling as confident, you're not feeling as um, inspired as you do some other times. Allow yourself just to sit with what is real because eventually that passion will come through and will reignite. Now, one thing about this podcast that um, I haven't sort of touched on yet is when you're wanting to create something that you can't yet feel because there are a lot of times in life when We want to create a vision, but for some reason or another, we don't feel worthy of that outcome. Now, that is where a lot of people are, actually. So you're wanting to create something for some reason. You either don't believe that you should have that outcome or maybe you don't feel you've got the confidence to sustain it when you do get there. There's all these different aspects that can come in when trying to set an intention. You may have many messages in your mind of people telling you that, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. And I had that. If you you read the blog post I wrote about the power of intention to become a yoga teacher, I had many family members sort of saying, why don't you go and get a proper job? And, you know, I had to resist that. I, I, you know, even through the times when it wasn't working for me and they kept saying, you know, isn't it about time that you just stop trying to do this as a business and, you know, just do it for you. You know, I I had all those conversations, but my intention was bigger than that. And every time my energy waned, I just allowed myself to feel that for a bit. But because I had an overall intention, I would always return to that vision and to creating an inner feeling that I was looking for. So if you're planning on setting yourself um, an intention, here's some things that you can do just to support you on that journey. So allow yourself to set your intention correctly. So you might choose to recite this every single day, um, either looking in a mirror or maybe writing it down. You can always consider putting, if it's a short one, just putting it on some post-it notes so that you've you've got your intention set, you're clear on what that intention is. But also leave yourself open to the fact that your intention today may change and lead to a different intention arising from that one. Okay, so It's important that you keep yourself open to recognising when um, new opportunities come about. That ultimately is going to support the bigger feeling of your intention, but possibly not in a way that you had previously thought. 
The other thing that you want to do is to embody the feeling of your intention every day. So there's a number of different ways that you can do that. You're trying to surround yourself. So to become very successful at your intention, naturally people do this as well, as I mentioned, when they're passionate about something. But to remain successful and to have that drip feed, if you like, of enthusiasm is to surround yourself with people that support that so anybody that you find inspiring whether it's something that you're watching on YouTube whether it's somebody that you know that you can become friends with whether it's friends that you've naturally had and asking them to support you with your intention then you can do that so there's also the the clothes that you wear I mean I'm a classic example of that I, I really have changed my style of dress since sort of becoming a yoga teacher I, I hardly ever wear jeans anymore I'm always in some form of hippie pants or yo- yoga pants attire um, and I wear a bindi as well. I I just find that for me, every time I look in the mirror and I've got a bindi on, it just reminds me to, to stay in this zone that I'm trying to be in my life. So my clothes are supporting my intention. Allow yourself to buy books, spend some time really reading about it and daydreaming as well. And that's something else that happens naturally when there's a, a natural passion. But if, if your intention is something that, you know, you haven't connected with before, is something that you're trying to liberate yourself into being. So if, you know, you haven't necessarily had the confidence to fulfil this intention or you've not felt worthy of it, it's really important that you do this step of embodying. You want to allow yourself to transform, to daydream. Maybe visit places and things also that, support that so see when we can it's usually going on for me going along to yoga classes it might be if you're wanting to change the way that you eat it might be changing the restaurants that you go to buying different food and with regards to um yeah changing diet and things like that it can be very very difficult when making big life changes to sustain them if you do too much too soon. So if you're trying to make a a large change in your life, you want to look at the bigger picture. So make small steps. bit like me with my handstands. You know, over the year, I've not made huge, huge leaps and bounds, but really over, over the course of the year, I've become a lot stronger. So you might want to just change a few things in your diet. Pick some of the the worst things that you eat and just reduce how much you eat. That Don't necessarily stop it completely. There are things that you can take out of your diet completely. So I, when I decided not to eat any more dairy or anything anymore, that happened over a period of time. And, um, you know, it took me a long time before I'd completely stopped eating dairy and meat as well. I just found myself eating less and less of it and choosing other options instead. And over time, um, I just aligned with, you know, not eating meat and not eating dairy. And I I still eat fish on the odd occasion. Um, And, you know, it's okay. And if there are days when, you know, I'm out and about and I fancy having a cup of tea with 
regular milk or something. It's something that I'll allow myself to do. So it's important that you give yourself the space for your intention to form. So as you embody it every day, you've got the vision of it, you're supporting it. But it's a little bit like those moments where you let yourself put it down occasionally. If there is something that you want or something that's taking you away from that intention for a short while, allow yourself to do that because what what I found over the years, particularly with my diet and things, if I go back to eating something I used to really enjoy, having made big, le- big leaps and bounds changing my diet over the years, I find that I actually don't really enjoy it. It's no way as fulfilling as I remembered it as being. And, um, you know, the food that I eat now, it's so full of life that when I eat something that I'd consider almost dead food, so I don't know, chips and beans, for example, that's not got that much life to it. I can really feel the difference in energy in my body. It feels heavy to eat. It doesn't feel as if it gives me a a little energetic lift, which I tend to get from eating my whole foods and things that I eat. So, you know, this embodying the energy of it really does work over time because when you take yourself out of that, you become acutely aware. The longer you've been in the new energy, you become acutely aware of how the old energy possibly wasn't serving you and you want to stay away from it. The final thing I want to touch on is about staying committed because, as I mentioned, there will be leaps and bounds and then there'll be falls and dips. And it's important to recognise that when you've got a vision and you think you've got a plan and you want to have an intention to stay on that plan and that path, sometimes the universe has a different way of delivering that. So things might not always happen as you intended them to happen. So it's important to recognise that there's a, a bigger picture. And again, I'll go back to the feeling. It might not be the visual things that you've anticipated but where is the feeling taking you you know when when things are uncomfortable sit with them recognize the bigger picture of the change in direction or the boost in energy or the re-evaluation that that situation might be giving you that is actually going to give you an inner change a new perspective that will eventually fire you up more to achieving your intention. So all these things in life, you know, every single thing, there is a saying, isn't there, that even the negative things can be positive. And, you know, you've got to really embrace that because when you're on a pathway to to intention, you know, there will be big changes in, in that pathway, moving different directions that you'll have to overcome, hurdles to overcome. And so keep your sight on the feeling that you want and also on recognising when there's a, a big change in direction, where is that actually taking you? Is it taking you to even better horizons? So is this an opportunity for you to reevaluate your intention for the better, for something a bit grander, perhaps? Um, it's really exciting when you know you allow yourself to be guided that way. Now I um, this week had been feeling a little bit uninspired and part of the reasons why I redid 
my podcast because I, I just felt like I wasn't in it the first time I recorded it. And I pulled some divination cards earlier in the week and they basically told the story of staying centred in the heart space and from that centre was not looking outwards all the time to recognise which is the right path, to actually connect to the heart, to this inner feeling of intention and through that quiet time and that connection um, there'll be a sense of expansiveness. So my first card was divine connection and then I had expansion and within that expansion your energy starts to change, you start to align with the truth that really should be underpinning any intention that you're making and then from that expansion be you know there'll be liberation so you will find that you are liberated from any fears around this and that you know if you if you stay connected and you stay expanding in life then you will always always be working towards this path of liberation and this right goal and it Today I was doing a, a course with my teacher in India, um, Kustab Desikachar from Vini Yoga, and we're studying the Gita. I'm studying the Bhagavad Gita, which is a spiritual text, and we've we reached um, chapter two, verse forty-eight today, and it was discussing sort of this level of not having too much attachment to or not having any attachment to the outcome of your actions so you've got every right to action in life but you have no right to bear a, an attachment to the outcome of that action because when you have an attachment to the outcome you might be steering yourself in a direction that isn't right. So it, I think and my teacher used the analogy of um, becoming pregnant, for example, where some people can try and try and it doesn't happen and other people don't want it to happen and it, and it does. So even though the act might be the same, there's a greater force that is deciding. And so when you're trying to set an intention, recognize that you need to have action. So the other point was you, you don't have the right to non-action either. So because if there's non-action, then there's laziness, then there's going to be no movement. So the path to intention is having action, not being attached to what the outcome of that will be because you might not always be able to envisage what that is and you don't know necessarily what is the right path for you and what isn't that is up to a, a greater force and you don't want the fact that you can't be attached to an outcome to dissuade you from acting you know you've got to always make sure that there's action in some way shape or form because inaction will bring you nothing and um, so it's important that you you know I found that a really strong message actually in this week which is why I'm now here recording this podcast because that that sort of gave me a rocket really of of understanding that 
even if things can feel difficult, which at the time with this pandemic, they're not easy. It's important that we recognise our own individual power and that we are on an individual journey that is influencing not only ourselves, but everybody else. But ultimately, this individual journey of inspiration is where you want to be guided from. So as you place your intention, rather than always reaching out to find inspiration, you want to also make sure that you've got that time to be able to sit and listen listen to the guidance of your heart and the more that you practice that and the more you become in tune with that it will be easier to connect with that in your more awakened state in your day-to-day interactions and therefore the actions you take in those times will be easier and will be more connected to your truth so I am I'm really, really interested in hearing from you any stories that you've got of anything that you've intended and achieved, or if there's examples where you've set out for an for one intention and it's led you towards something else, or maybe you've stumbled and you've started off with something or you repeatedly start off, but then you can never seem to commit and to sustain, because I am here to offer some guidance in that so um, please please do get in touch it's always great to hear back from you if you're listening to any of these podcasts to recognize that I'm reaching people and that um, the podcasts are helpful in some way thank you so much for listening to this and I do hope to see you at some point soon or at least to connect with you in some way lots of love Mm -hmm.